Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yo, this is uh, Gangster Bolshevik Broadcasting. I'm uh, Jakob Israel, my host, uh, co-host Kane, and we're going to have some other people. This is the uh, Chris Cowles, a murderous liar, Super Bowl Sunday special. Campers. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we should play that song for the intro. That rap, I hate campers, but I like to kill them. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> well. You know, that should be Eddie Roof's theme song. Yeah, cause uh, the whole Call of Duty and everything's kind of uh, brought campers into the uh, into the light. You know, of what fags they are. I think you know most people would agree now. They hate campers and snipers just from playing, you know, Battlefield and. Call of Duty and stuff, you know, because they're really annoying fags. They're up on, like, you know, they just sit there the whole time, like, up on some place where you can't kill them, and they just take cheap shots, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, you know, the past, you know, kind of a week or so, I've seen a lot of, you know, total Patriots hard fags, you know, like, actually kind of going the route that, yeah, I think Chris Kyle was a liar, you know, like, because the whole Jesse Ventura lawsuit, you know, basically proved that, you know, like, you know, and it started, a lot of the conversations started, like, oh, Jesse Ventura, what a piece of shit, you know, he waits until he's dead and then goes after a widow's wife, but then someone, you know, that's actually like a real military person chimes in, like, well, you know, it's, you know, he had to have lied, you know, because he wouldn't have, law- he wouldn't have won the lawsuit, you know, unless, you know, this Chris Kyle guy is full of shit, which, you know, basically I think he is, you know, I, I wouldn't call him a hero, I'd call him, you know, a typical military fag but even the typical military fag has a bit more honor than a sniper so So although I disagree with you about the Patriot cards I think if you read Jesse's page they're coming out in full swing in fact I've modified my political theories now to think that there's no way you can support the majority because the majority of people are just just, uh, inferior Oh, yeah, well, I would admit, yeah, most of the Patriot Tards aren't going to uh, change their minds, but I have seen a few Patriot Tards, like, not full-on probably Patriot Tards, but, like, you know, semi-Patriot Tards actually change their minds and not not go all, all out and, like, admit, yeah, Chris Kyle's a fag, you know, to the extreme, but just, like, you know, yeah, he probably, yeah, you know, some of that stuff just doesn't add up, which uh, I, I don't think, um, you know, Hardly any of that adds up. Like you know, he says like, "Oh, I, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I was out there during the New Orleans." Yeah. You know, like fucking me and my yeah. sniper buddies, like just you know picking off innocent people, <laughs> which you know it all, which it all point to the fact then that he's a fucking sociopath. You know, like a psychopath, if he's actually out there during you know Hurricane Katrina or whatever with a sniper gun picking people off, like. That that's a fucking that's worse than a serial killer. That's like you know, uh, basically like uh, Berkowitz or something. But he didn't do it. It would, it would mitigate his participation in the Iraq War if he actually did that. He didn't really do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd be more honorable than the uh, Iraq stuff. And yeah, I wasn't that one of his real uh, whoppers that I I don't see any of his fans even able to. Uh, defend against, but probably, I, I have to say the worst, you guys probably have heard about this, is his beyond ridiculous story that one day while getting gas in Dallas, two carjackers, you guys heard this one before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These two yeah, carjackers yeah. came sure, up, yeah. yeah. He gunned yeah. them down, like, you know, fucking Hong Kong movie style, and this, and then the craziest part is that, oh, and the police came, he, he gave him a number, or there was a number on his driver's license that told him to call, like, the Pentagon. The Pentagon tells him who he is, and they just hush up a double homicide. And when I always ask Chris Kyle supporters, and if any are listening in, please, please uh, answer my challenge here. How do you explain that Chris Kyle has this magic phone number that can get a double homicide just totally covered up? No questions asked. Okay, we take your word for it. But then you go and listen to Chris Kyle tell his story about Jesse Ventura on Opie and Anthony. They ask him, what did you do after he punched him? He's like, oh, well, I ran away because the cops were outside. It's like, well, wait a second. I thought you had a magic seal number. Yeah, so you're yeah. telling me it's, uh, it's good enough to get a, to just squash a double murder, but uh, for a bar fight? Oh, no, we can't solve that. It's like, come on now. And I even said, we, we need to start maybe a page, like, no, no trolling, just straight up serious. Like, we are looking for Navy SEALs or other special forces, please show us the special magic number you guys get that Chris Kyle had, or any police officers that have encountered it, please come and bring it proof. I'm saying, uh, I was talking to Breck saying maybe we should file some motion or something, because you would think his wallet contents 
would have to be in evidence somewhere oh, yeah, because yeah. in a murder trial. Right. Like, hey, uh, can we somehow, you know, get this file a subpoena to see if there's a number on, on the license or, you know, on the barcode on the back? Like, where is this magic number? I, I think that's really where you can really hammer home with the patriotards who love Chris Kyle. Just how ridiculous the liar was. They can say it's the police jurisdiction. <laughs> In some states, it's it's they have the numbers, some they don't. Yeah, but, you know, they they could I mean you could say a ridiculous lie, but you know what it makes sense because like again it's the Pentagon they call it it's, it's the federal government. What the some states are like okay we're gonna let Navy SEALs kill whoever and just give us the number. Other states no. It's just. I would love to hear a Chris Kyle fan make the argument, and I've challenged them in general on the page, and I've challenged people specifically who are like really busting our balls. I said, look, how do you explain this about your hero? Nobody's been able to do it. So once again, now we're on the air. If anyone else wants to, please let me know your answer to this charge. Cause uh, I was going to interject. Kuklinski's better. Okay, because, uh, you know, I don't really think any Chris Kyle supporters, you know, actually have the uh – the balls are the wisdom to call in because... I doubt it. Yeah, well, basically, you know, they're a bunch of, you know, most of these military fags, they're, you know, they're they're pussies, you know. They're only going to kill, you know, little babies and fucking women and shit and unarmed men that are yes. have their hands up, you know. Like, yeah, they got no honor. Like, war used to be about honor, but, you know, nowadays, it's, it's fuck, it's, there's no honor in war. You're sitting there in, like, a machine and you're just... You know, killing innocent people, and you know it's it's a big this is a big fag fest. You know, like I'm sure they yep. all look forward to after a hard day's work. You know, hitting the showers and fucking, you know, dropping the soap and <laughs> you know having a big bar- a big big queer barracks party. Probably why Ruth shot him. Yeah. So any if any of you fags listening, uh, you know, Chris Kyle supporters actually want to call in. The numbers are one seven two four 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 seven four four four. And the uh, call ID is 94836, and hit pound. So that's uh, 1724-444-744, and then enter call ID 94836, hit pound. I know a lot of you fucking military fags can't even figure that shit out, because we've had a few on the air before, and uh, it took oh, yeah. half an hour to actually fucking get them on the air. It's too stupid to operate a telephone. Okay, uh, done with that rant. Go on, guys. And I, I think uh, Richard Kuklinski was obviously, in my opinion, was a better liar than Chris Kyle. Would, would you agree with that? I uh, yeah, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, because at least cool. at least Kuklinski got one of his crazy lies believed in court. You know that whole Gravano case where they tried <laughs> to prosecute him. At least he got one court of law to say, okay, well, you played guilty. We're going to say you did this murder. I mean, obviously he was lying, but at least he got one court. Even Chris, he was like you know a known infamous serial killer, and still he got a court to believe one of his stories. Chris Kyle, American war hero, you know, in court, a jury who wants to give him all the benefit of the doubt in the world. Even they have to be like. No, sorry, buddy. You are just <laughs> pulling shit out of your ass, making things up. Like, and it's, it's supportive. You, you look back at coverage. I think, uh, I think it was Pat or, or Breck they posted a link. You look at some of the coverage during the trial. Like, his supporters were so confident. Like, oh, ho, oh, oh. ho. Well, it looks like he did punch Ventura, and he's got these witnesses coming up. Ha, ha. Like, oh, yeah, he definitely did. But then, like, afterwards, like, you look at the evidence, like, these witnesses were just full of shit. Like, none of their stories matched up. No one even saw the full event. They just like, oh, you know, um, I thought I saw him get off the floor, or uh, he looked a little angry. Like, it was all just bogus. Like, all they obviously went around to all Chris Kyle's friends, and he had a lot of friends, and said, hey, look, can you back us up on this story? But, you know, just, man, too many people are trying to remember a, a story that didn't happen. Didn't work out. Yeah, Did not know, work out. Yeah, his friends couldn't back him up on the Jesse Ventura story, you know, so... That pretty much, you know, it's really sad when you have a fag like Chris Kyle knocking down a real fucking, a real military hero like Jesse Ventura. That, that really makes me sick, and that, you know, kind of makes me glad that Chris Kyle's dead and he can't watch the Super Bowl right now. Because that's something I think him and his wife, his horrible wife, would really enjoy, you know, sitting there, cuddling on the couch, watching Super Bowl together, you know, like, oh, baby, had a rough, rough tour in Iraq, glad to be home watching the Super Bowl. I think he's a fag. He probably would have been going for the Patriots. So, uh, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan myself because they're, they're kind of dirty. I'm not yeah, a all-out nigger ball you know, lover you know, or nothing, but it's the Super Bowl, so I'll watch it. But I do like the Patriots. So, But the reason I like the Patriots because they're cheaters. You know, they're fucking... Yep. They That's GB. Yeah, they don't play by the rules. You know, <laughs> they, they're fucking cheap. 
So, uh, you know, hopefully they'll pull off a win today for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going with the Patriots, definitely. Uh, the Seahawks, uh, just they're like kind of a fluke last year. Man, like Manning just sucks so much. Well, he's just so done. He's over. He can't do jack shit, so that's kind of why uh, I think they won last year. But I don't see the Patriots give a good whipping. But if the Patriots do any kind of Patriots hard shit and uh, dedicate anything to Chris Kyle during the game, I hope the Seahawks kick their ass. They, they are. I, I, I called it out. I Googled Chris Kyle uh Chris Kyle um, Super Bowl, and it might not be the Patriots that are doing it, but it but they're they're pulling some promotion about him in the middle. And the governor of Texas says he's going to make February second. Yeah, Chris I was Kyle reading day. about that. Tomorrow is Chris Kyle Day. Fuck that fag. I'm glad he's dead. He's burning in hell right now. There's no fucking honor in a fag like Chris Kyle. A lie. They you know they they embellish facts and they shoot women and children. You know like. Where what what kind of honor is that? You know, there's no honor in that, and it just makes me sick to my stomach that you have these sick fucking, you know, these sick fucking patriotards that just think you know that that that's a that's an honor, you know, an honorable lifestyle to to shoot women and children, and then you know they're like raping these kids and shit over there too. You know, that's already been established that uh, you know they find these families, and it's like, oh, the whole family got killed, uh, you know, the 12-year-old, 13-year-old daughters got raped to death, and, uh, you know, a bunch of American military guys were there, you know, so, you know, so maybe if they're not complete fags, they're also pedophiles and murderers, but, uh, you know, God God bless IEDs, you know, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, and who knows how many of his kills are even legit, like, I, sometimes I get the feeling that Jesse Ventura's pro wrestling wins were more legit. <laughs> More legit than Chris Kyle's, you know, Magic 160 yeah. Goldberg streak, or whatever you want to call yeah. it, you know? Uh, I mean, because I was actually, uh, I think it was Breck who turned me onto this, is that, you know, the whole concept of confirmed kills, like, oh, that was a confirmed kill, it's, it's kind of bullshit, really. Yeah. It's just, you know, the sniper and his spotter are the ones who uh, know what happened, and even with, with the people he killed, like, who knows how, like you're saying, how, who knows how many were actually, like, insurgents out to cause some harm, and who knows how many were just some random guy walking down the street who Chris Kyle said, oh, fuck this guy, you know, I, I'm going oh, yeah, for the high yeah. floor. Well, I'm sure the majority of them, you know, like, I'm sure he's just killing little kids where it's like, they're, you know, it's like you're over there, it's a whole different world, you know, it's like everyone has an AK-47, you know, so, like, dad drops his AK-47, sends his kid to go pick it up, it's like, it's like having a fucking walking cane or something over there, you know? Like, yeah. It's no big fucking deal. It's like, oh, my dad's AK-47 fell, you know? I'll do the good thing as a good good young kid. And I'll go pick it up for him. And then next thing you know, boom, Chris Kyle's fucking killing this little kid. Like, it just, just fucking disgusts me. It, one thing that really disgusts me is how people get behind uh, the killers who have society's support. Like, oh, like, like there is no, it takes no ball to kill people when, like, the government, the powers that be are giving you the okay. Like I said, you know, if you call yourself a fiscal conservative, like you should prefer your hired killers to come from the private sector, not the public. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I support, you know, uh, mafia and drug cartel and biker hitman more than I do soldiers and police. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah, exactly. That's the TV they're, actually, they're actually usually enacting justice that needs to be... It's actually justice that needs to be dealt out. You know? Yeah. Like it's not and like, you have a choice uh, whether or not you want to pay them, whereas, you know... Chris well, Kyle usually and it's not even, uh, a lot of times it's not even over that, you know, like a lot of times it's like, you know, a person that's dead isn't worth much money to you, you know, they're not worth anything, once you kill them, that's kind of like, well, their debt's paid, so it's usually a lot of the times it's not really over money. Oh yeah, too, so you can hire a hitman, is what I'm saying, whereas, you know, you yeah, can choose yeah. to hire, whereas Chris Kyle and all the, you know, the green welfare cases, they just got their hands in everybody's pocket. And oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm just sure ridiculous. Like, uh, the mafia is a lot more honorable usually, like when they actually kill someone is usually over something that's like, yeah like, prison like, gangs yeah. have more honor than the u.s military i think yeah, it's yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, and probably less homosexuality too oh yeah yeah definitely yeah they probably frown on it more than the u.s military yeah, does at this yeah. point semper fi semper fag yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like it's uh it's like almost like a requirement to be in the military is to bullshit a lot you know like you got like uh john denugent he just you know like this this bullshit like fucking no one I've ever heard. You got Chris Kyle. He just, you know, bullshits. So it seems like it's almost like just part of being a, a Marine is to be a douchebag fag, you know, or anything to do with the Army. 
Like, I could, about the only guys that seem like better okay in the army are like the computer tech guys who are just like, you know, they're like geeky guys who fucking just they're over there to run the computer systems and shit. So, but you know, they could ch- choose a more honorable thing like hacking or something like that. You know, the ones I respect are the ones who use their training to turn to violent rage on the government, you know, like McVeigh, Eric Rudolph, Christopher Dorner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to redeem yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta redeem yourself in the end to kind of make a t- atone for all the sins of for Zog you've done, you know, like that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the best way to go about it. But yeah, I'm thinking there's going to be a, a real, real big and the resurgence, like, not even of a, it's going to be beyond serial killers, because, like, serial killers is kind of, you know, they sprung about in the 60s, late 60s, 70s, you know, like, that was kind of, like, when they really... Oh, yeah, 70s especially, the golden age. I think it's going to be, like, there's going to be a fucking, a new era, but it's going to make the the 70s and shit just look like nothing. Like, it's just going to be spree killers and, uh, Free killers and just fucking massive public shooters, you know, like just just kids that are just for no reason at all, other than they're just sick of life. Just like this world isn't for me. So I'm just gonna I, fucking enact justice. I, I predict that uh, American snipers. I, we'll see if I'm right or not. I predict that some ISIS fan or somebody's gonna show up one time and it's playing and just like <laughs> you you can finish the sentence, but. Well, that'd, that'd, know, be, that, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, you know, I, I hope that, that, that'd be, that'd be pretty epic, you know, to see, you know, and maybe, you know, hopefully. So my, so. my opinion, I, I actually saw the movie, and in my, they kind of make Kyle Redneckish, but in my opinion, uh, you could say that it's anti-war, but it still tries to make people feel positive about the Iraq war. It's kind of like yeah. anti-war from the context of, like, you know, these people fight and they're not appreciated but like the Iraqis don't really appreciate them even though they're fighting and then they go home and their family doesn't appreciate it and then they have messed up they get messed up in the head and have you know post traumatic but it's not that's anti war but it's not making a specific political case about the Iraq war being totally fucking retarded having nothing to do with nine eleven and the fact that Saddam Hussein should have stayed in power. So it's yeah. not it's still trying to make the Americans into the good guys, not the invading colonial imperials that they are. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, there's a lot of shit that's going to be ahead. And uh, this basically fags like Chris Kyle or, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I think it's uh, God's work, you know, like that, who are the guy who killed him, you know. Like, what were the the details around that? I just know that one of his buddies killed him. Oh, I will, actually, um, I, I, I've I've spoken to this individual. Uh, well, not about the case, but basically what happened was um, <clears throat> he had PTSD. He was an Iraq war veteran, mm-hmm. but actually a lot of people say he got PTSD because he was down in Haiti. You know, after the hurricane there, you know, moving, like, you know, helping make mass graves and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, he comes back, he has PTSD, and someone, probably Chris Kyle or his wife, has the brilliant idea, like, well, he's got this bad PTSD, uh, why don't we take him down to the gun range and have him work it off? <laughs> and, uh, well, basically, for whatever reason, I think he got in his head that Kyle was out to kill him. I mean, I'm not going to say Kyle sexually propositioned him, but we can't rule it out either, frankly. No. And, uh, yeah, he... He shot him dead at the gun range, and now his his trial is going to happen soon. It's actually uh, February 12th, I think it's starting. Oh, and wow. there was a delay. Someone called. Well, no, there was a delay. Someone did call him a bomb scare this past week. But uh, yep, uh, he is a uh, he's pleading he's pleading insanity. And uh, I haven't heard it from a reliable birdie source that uh, some artwork of his might be uh, popping up on the internet in the not too distant future. Nice. nice. So hopefully uh, that pisses off all the Kyle fans, you know. Well, that's a, that sounds like a real American hero. Uh, oh yeah, it's pro- pro- probably the last heterosexual marine, Eddie Ray Ruth. That's a yeah. That's my yeah. feeling on the subject. Yeah, okay, yeah, Eddie, yeah, that's what he rings about. I did know about he had PTSD and he just shot Chris Kyle, but I I would I would speculate there's probably more to the story than he just got in his head. Chris Kyle was gonna kill him. I think. It was probably like Chris Kyle's general douchebaggery. Like <laughs> That's the Daryl thing. Snap, you know, like just, just fucking, oh, this fucking fag, you know, like bam, bam, <laughs> bam. You know, like it was probably Chris Kyle's in there bullshitting. 
you know, and this guy was just like, oh, who is this fucking faggot? You know what? I can't take this anymore. <laughs> shot him. Uh, I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really buy it. It was. I don't really think it was just a spur. Of the, well, I think maybe it was spur of the moment, but I think it was definitely like one of those things that like Chris Kyle was just being a douchebag. Yeah. And uh, I just saw through his bullshit. Maybe called him on it. Chris Kyle maybe was like typical douchebag. You know, like oh, are you calling me a liar? And the guy just you know fucking snapped and just could have been. It also could have been that uh, Chris Kyle was like, you know, like you know, a lot of people who join the military like they have questions about whether the more war was actually right. It was just kind of their job. And maybe Chris like, was being real like a big patriot to him saying like, no, yeah. we, we did the right thing. We spread freedom around the globe. and like, so yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, yeah, something like that even, yeah. But I just, I just, yeah, I think there had to have been some kind of Chris Kyle contributing factor of just his douchebaggery, you know, coming in the way of... Uh, and that's probably why I killed him. Yeah, probably it's something like an argument like that, you know, like just just something along those lines. I just don't, I just, but I, you know, it's like it's a beautiful justice, you know. I, I believe, you know, it's kind of God's divine grace, you know, just, you know, giving Eddie Ruth the uh, power to uh, end Chris Kyle's life. You know, I, I really do believe that as a good Christian. You, you know, should a get a medal. Say, oh, that's the devil, but no, for me, that, that's God enacting justice. On he us. probably stopped him from becoming like the next Charles Whitman or something. Obama should give him some kind of medal. I mean, Chris Kyle's unhinged. Just imagine like a decade from now, especially, he still has the sniper skills, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. start tired of his lies and make-believe stories, and like, you know, <laughs> oh, what's that? No, I don't pay attention anymore. I'll make you pay attention, you know? Like, that's Charles Whitman part two just waiting to happen, I'm telling you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably was you know, just uh, a deranged nutcase who's going to fucking snap any day, you know. Like, you know, you just, you just yeah, you just, you just hear, like, just, like, the accounts of his book is like a, it's like a, you know, that's the proof right there is just uh, the bullshit in his book of just, like, just, but, like, like to hear the Patriots hearts actually believe it, that's what's kind of scary, too. It's like, how, how can you actually believe his bullshit? Like, oh, fuck, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, he just, you know, went to New Orleans and fucking set up a sniper rifle and just started <laughs> shooting. Like, that's fucking insanity, man. That's, like, that's, that's, that's beyond sociopath, man. Like, that's... Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're straight up fucking psycho if you're doing that, you know? Like, yeah, that's one thing to decide from the line, I mean, like him, is that, you know, like I've said before that even if... If he had just been like, uh, well, you know what, I was over with my comrades, and, you know, it's not pleasant, but, you know, I had to kill him to protect my friends and comrades, and I'd do it again. You know, I wouldn't agree with the mission, but I would have respect for him. Yeah. In a sense, but instead he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, killing Even after the war was proven to be bogus, he's still like, I wish I could kill some more. And, you know, yeah. it actually, that reminds me. I'm more no, I'm more no, like, even after the war was proven to be bullshit, he was still backing Bush on like if you read the Chris well, Kyle page, you can see his post before he died, and he was still backing Bush and attacking people who attacked. Oh yeah, Bush well that's what I was going to say. One of the most craziest lies he told, and I'm surprised this hasn't gotten more coverage. And once again, if all any of you Kyle fans out there want to help explain this nonsense, Chris Kyle, this might be his most craziest, ludicrous claim. He claimed that he found Iraq's weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and yeah, that, guess what? There were biological weapons sent from France. It's oh, like, come yeah. on, dude. That's just some, like, world net daily fan fiction of the war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, of course, the French were sending him biological weapons. Like, yeah, that makes just, no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Now, just to prevent the counterattack, there were some WD, but they were from the Reagan era. Yes, like, there, there were, were well past the there. Well, we were odd with Stalin Hussein. And we get, uh, another thing about the movie, um, in, in the movie, they go into Fallujah, and they evacuate the entire town, and then they start arresting the people who won't leave and killing the ones who resist and killing the terrorists. Well, you know, that's what Saddam Hussein did in Hawabja or whatever, where he really gassed the Kurds. Kurds yeah, he Kurds, evacuated yeah. the town, he gave them a chance to leave, and then he threw gas at the ones who wouldn't leave in war with Iran, and he was allied to us. So if, he's willing to evacu- if we're willing to evacuate towns and kill the people who won't leave and arrest them, it's not that different than what Saddam no. did, and yet a lot of people retroactively made the case that the Agreed. gassing of the Kurds is, is the moral argument for getting in with Saddam. So, 
Agreed. Like, oh, but he used gas, so it's different. Like, well, I'm pretty sure if, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to die either way, but it's like, well, well he gas me to death, and the other guy burnt half my face off with some white phosphorus. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, that's totally different. It's, it's like, it's just ridiculous. And it's very important that he evacuated the town and gave them a place to. It's not like he did it straight genocide Kurds. He did, he gassed a Kurdish resistance area that was siding with Iran and warned the people to get out before he did it, so. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, that's pretty noble. That's, that's, you know, that's what I'm seeing, one of, uh, GB forefathers looking down upon us right now. With the, oh, yeah. Uh, sweet Prince, uh, Gaddafi, um, they're all up there. They're all, they're all comrades. They're all waiting for the eighth day when they'll rise again. Yeah, yeah, when the revolution comes. It'll yep. I'm thinking I'm getting a Pol Pot or a Saddam Hussein poster. You know, my room, I, guys probably seen pictures. It's decked out and all sorts of dictator stuff, especially yeah. like, you know. My wife bought me a bust of Stalin and yeah, a bust of Saddam. Yeah. And I got well, a Camille like, Rouge uh, scarf. It's coming along nicely, along with all the murder, Belia stuff, of course. Yeah, Pol Pot is, uh, I think Pol Pot has a bit more of an edge for collectability on, uh, than, uh, yeah, the one you were mentioning. But, uh,. Bullpot really nice, and uh, I think Gaddafi shit, you know, would be pretty epic. Like Gaddafi really had the uh, yeah, it's style. That's Ling. Yeah, yeah it looks like I mean. Ling. Like if you want Ling, Gaddafi would go with it. Yeah, yeah. Bullpot's uh, yeah, he's kind of you are not gonna find like really awesome pictures, but you know, I think like maybe uh, you know, Kim Il Sung and stuff and. No, oh, yeah, good choice too. I do need some DPRK stuff. I played our music enough here. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Pol Pot, he's more <coughs> in the, maybe some early Pol Pot stuff, like when he was in France, that would be pretty cool, if he could actually track down pictures of Pol Pot when he was studying in France. I mean, there's got to be, I mean, like I said, there's sites that'll make posters of anything. I was thinking about, replicating there's that one Saddam propaganda poster you see, where he has like a gold AK-47 in shades, like, oh, so badass. Yeah. Like, yeah. how could not anyone not, you know, love that man, it's beyond me. Yeah, yeah. Especially after he cut that promo or he purged the party. That's just like a, a top five greatest promos in all oh, world. Oh, yeah, that, that's awesome. I saw that on TV. The, uh, He's all pretending to be sad about yeah. it and stuff. Yeah, I think it was awesome, yeah. Smoking like, a cigar. Yeah, like the people are Whoop. screaming, Saddam, I love you. Yeah, yeah, Saddam, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, praise Saddam. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The guy's really starting to sweat, so he's like, yeah. praise Saddam, praise Saddam. I love you, Saddam. <laughs> You know, Saddam was a big fan of the Mafia, like his favorite movie was The Godfather. He was obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he was that, a, but I know, yeah, mine. He's a Stalin fan, too. What's that? He's a Joseph Stalin fan as well. Really? I, I did not know that. I believe it, but I was not, I was not aware of well, it. That's not pretty awesome. That's pretty GB. So he's like, you know, Stalin-Hitler hybrid, you know. His, his favorite book was Mein Kampf. And, uh, yeah, he also likes Stalin. So there you go. That's like a... That's pretty much like a GB and, you know, gangster Bolshevik in the making, you know, or the, not in the making, a made gangster Bolshevik, you know, like you have the... The sainthood. Yeah, the Stalin and Hitler fucking, you know, the pact or whatever. He definitely studied a lot of dictators. And what's, uh, I find interesting is that one thing he did, I think this might have been like the 90s, especially after the first Gulf War, he had his people study every single coup of the last hundred years. Oh, yeah. Like to make it like break it down as like a science to see you know what factors were in the successful ones you know and how to you know avoid those and what factors were in the ones that you know petered out. Oh, well, that's cool. You know, yeah, it makes sense. You know, you gotta yeah, if you're gonna have a good crew. You gotta. There's kind of a book already written on it, and that book is history. So you just gotta, you know, go with history. What's what's worked before and recreate that. And, he really went out with style too in court. Though. Like like uh, Kane was saying, that's like a, that was like a that's Ted Bundy courtroom type thing. Yeah, exactly. Although although he he's, he's a lot of a jokester, he was more like a, just a direct speaker. But still, I I get the analogy. And I think with uh, Saddam, uh, a lot of people don't uh, they can connect it in theory, but now look that they're on the Chris Kyle's dick, they can't really like make the connection that if people like Chris Kyle are largely responsible for ISIS because they've set up an anarchist situation in which uh, extremism can thrive. And, and, and to say that the American can fix it now, that's like the American, the 
the person who, the group of people who caused the problem can't be the solution. You know, yeah. if you well, the American cause it, so how can America so, fix it? Uh, ISIS is becoming so fucking they're they're so infiltrating it like a CIA and shit is like so hardcore infiltrating that obviously because now like at first they were like they weren't even concerned about fucking America you know it was like fuck that we're taking the uh, we're we're taking the uh, you know the uh, you know we're just taking the Middle East that's all we care about you know like and then. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, you know, it's like now they're like, oh, we're going after America, you know, but originally they weren't even really concerned about America. So I think that's, you know, well, definitely you got uh, Bin Laden's more concerned about the far enemy in Al-Qaeda and ISIS changed and that they became more concerned with the so-called near enemy. But yeah. my, my point is that they're thriving in, in these war-torn in America situations. It's that America is the fire that really burned down the entire society in Iraq and to an extent in Syria, well, this, yeah. since America's the problem, America can't also be the solution. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. Do you agree with that? Do what? Or do you think America can fix it even though America screwed it up? What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. There's there's really no way you're going to transform that region outside of, like, massive ethnic cleansing, which, is, you know, the United States not willing to do it. I'm not saying it should. But that's why, you know... <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just not. You're just gonna win that way. Like, oh, we're just gonna fundamentally change this entire culture and competing and clashing cultures. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's you're out to lunch. If anyone actually thinks that's gonna happen again, the only way it would work is through massive, you know, cultural and or genetic genocide. But that's well, just not something that's gonna happen. The top of society, they're looking at the ideology of society, but they're no- ignoring the superstructure, the base, the economy, you know, the language, the culture, etc. And so, when you do that, you when you just change the ideology, it's like changing the cover on the book, but the book remains the same book. And really, what was preventing it from being either a Sunni or Shia uh, fundamentalist regime was Saddam Hussein. And then, just like in yep. Syria, it is Bashar al-Assad who's preventing the same thing. Both Ba'ath Party, by the way, with different wings of the Ba'ath Party. Yep, and uh, as you said before, if we had a sensible foreign policy uh, not running for the benefit of Israel, they'd be like, well, you know what, uh, yeah, it's probably the best bet. But since, you know, we don't, it's like, oh, well, they're anti-Israel too, so we got to still get rid of them. And, uh, and I, I, think, I think they're so naive that whoever is strong in anti-Israel, and they're anti-Israel – in other words, they, they say to moderate Muslims, well, I mean, if somebody's a secular person, they basically are moderate. They might be a dictator, but they're still moderate. Mm-hmm. And the, and they're so naive that they, it's like, you know, Jews have been kicked out of hundreds of countries. They always think, they always think that, hey, the next one's really going to like me. No, the next one hates them even more. I mean, yeah, I say it to them, like they use that as a measure of what's extreme and what's not. That's part of like you know it's like you don't have to be an extreme Muslim like if you're an Arab to be offended by you know what they do to the Palestinians and you know support them like I mean no what self-respecting Arab or Muslim could you know stand by you know what they've done and are doing it's just just it's just beyond ridiculous just by the logic of national integrity the fact that it's a global Jewish conspiracy starting in the 1800s to steal the land from Arabs that succeeded because of Hitler. Like just just on the on the on the basis of national like defense, you would be against Zionism. It, it does not take the, the, even being a Muslim, even a Christian Arab would be against Zionism or an atheist. So, it's, and the the, the Ba'ath Party definitely is secular. Yes, it was, and I actually I I mentioned before I uh, I actually write a member of Al Qaeda. It's funny cause I it's really annoying. My dad's a patriotard. Like he listens to, like Mark Levin, Michael Savage, you know the fags like that. And you know he like he's the kind of, like my dad still thinks that Saddam Hussein and Al Qaeda were linked for Christ's sake. It's just I've kind of, I've kind of given hope on him. Like, and plus you know you've actually you know, I've actually met my dad Kane. I kind of explained how he was kind of proto GB in his day, but uh, sold out. But uh, anyway, yeah, but like, there's there's still people out there who, who believe that's nuts. Like I said, I actually talked to someone that's in Al Qaeda, and he he has a very low opinion of Baathists. He says Baathists to them are atheists, basically. They don't believe at all that they really believe in Islam. And a lot of people link 
not only did they link Iraq to Al-Qaeda, but they link Iran to Al-Qaeda and Iran to Iraq, and they, they completely glossed over the... Like, I saw McCain was trying to say, Al-Qaeda's with Iran now, or blah, and then Jew boy, Joe, like, Joe Lieberman, the Jew boy, had to go, you know, well, it's not Iran, it's another country, and it, 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 it put that at the way that people can't pick up on the minute details and sense things. Yeah, my see, my dad gave a perfect Patriots hard example. Like, again, there is, I agree. There's a whole lot of lumping together of very uh, diverse and often conflicting forces. Like, like he doesn't see the difference between uh, you know Abbas there in Palestine and Hamas. You know, and they and they fought it out. Like, they, no, I don't mean that political fight like we have in America. Like, you know, they have like a flat out mini civil war in the past in Palestine. You know, but to him, yeah. like, oh no, no, they're they're all in it. Like, it's all like just one big game. It's like. Jesus Christ! It's like uh, I don't I don't know what to say to people like that. Like lay off lay off the the Kool Aid a little bit, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably for one. I'm just sick of the Middle East for now. I've just written it all off. Like you know, like people that are just the like, Palestinian tards, the left wing Palestinian tards, and then you got the right wing Israel supporters. We're not really right wing, but more like you know conservative you know, Bible Belt Israel supporters who are just fucking, you know, support Israel till the day they die, you know, like, they just, I got, I got a cousin-in-law who's like that, he's, he, you know, it drives me crazy, he's just, you know, like, Israel's the greatest fucking nation on earth, like, you know, and yep. I, just, I just come to the point now where I just don't discuss it with him anymore, but, you know, I, I don't really side with the Palestinians either, but it's just, I just, I just think the best thing would just be and just nuke it all, you know, like just fucking no one move in there and take the oil or nothing, just fucking, you know, because of course America would love to do that and just take all that oil, you know, but just just nuke it all so it's just gone, you know, like oil and everything is just a big fucking sand desert, you know, and that's all that's left because, you know, it just makes me sick to see all the left-wing tards come out and they're you know, totally against Israel, but then they're just sucking Palestinian cock, you know, and then like, it just, it's just gotten so retarded to the point where I just, I just wish it was just gone, just all of it, you know. It's just become such a political hotbed of, like, like anti-Zionism, I basically got turned off of it just because of all the left-wing tards that all of a sudden just started showing up to it, you know, like, you know, free Palestine, it was just more like, uh, always more of a cover for Jewish, you know, anti-Semitism, you know, but now it's just, you know, just all these left-wing tards and their chemtrail conspiracies and all that shit, you know, and I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't doubt if they're spraying some kind of stuff like, you know, chemtrails to, be, you know, because I think they've actually uncovered, like, actual uh, government uh, documents that's like, yeah, they're they're basically testing, like, mind control stuff like you know like just basically tranquilizing the masses you know by spraying things in the air but i don't i don't really buy the chemtrail thing because i just don't think the government is that stupid you know like i'm sure they could create a you know a spray that wouldn't leave these big trails you know like i'm pretty sure it's just kind of like you know the product of uh air or water in the air and it's just you know like a streak that's you know it's cold out there so you know it's hot steam so it's like you know basically it's like a steam cloud that disappears after a while but you know these chemtrail trail tards they just they just make me sick so i just choose not to believe it you know i just don't want to be seen as one of them so i think that's another way the government has successively uh basically neutered a lot of the uh resistance is just by getting all the left-wing tards to jump in there with like occupy and just all these fucking left-wing sideshow fags just you know clamping See, my up. problem isn't that they're left-wing but it's that they're they're not properly left-wing in that like occupy people they so it's like the 99 percent implies yeah. that the majority of people could fix things when actually when you study alpha, beta, sigma, all that stuff, like a, a, a high percentage of slaves want to be slaves and are content to be slaves. So it's not the 99, it's a small section of that 99% that could fix things. So it's, yeah, well, and I think it's like, that. So that's not, or it's not proper left-wing ideology. Yeah. The, the also, funny thing is when you really dissect these movements, is you'll see like these, uh, so-called, uh, 
99% people, the, you know, the anti-consumer people are actually the biggest consumers of them all because they have all their stupid, uh, sh- you know, hipster shit, you know, where it's like, oh my God, you know, I got to have this brand of sandals, you know, because they're, they're so cool, you know, they're so quality. And then, you know, I got to have this, you know, this brand of tent for my Occupy protest. Fuck yeah, it's like let's $500. Let's start on the topic of bashing Kyle, though. Cause we, or, don't you agree? Hmm? Let's try to stay, just keep just keep the topic, though, on on Kyle, though. In terms of Israel, when it comes to the Kyle defenders, I, I, I tell them that they're slaves to, to Israel. Like when they, they kind of threaten you. Like if you troll the, the Chris Kyle defenders on Facebook, either in their group or on the Verdera page, they say, like, they say Texas justice is coming for you or something. If you just tell them, like, I've dealt with people who are far more intimidating than you. Yeah. And, yeah. and that you're basically a slave to Israel. So, yeah. And also, proper, in my opinion, proper anti-Semitic ideology uh, depends on Israel to an extent because it, it's, you you have, you realize that Jews are sort of involved in the international movement and that all of it been going and it's all been to take control of Palestine. It's been going on since before Hitler. And so if you you can't really understand in my opinion organized Jewry without understanding that it's all like largely chess moving chess pieces designed to advance Israel. Like Kane, so, I was curious, I was curious do, you have, do you get attacked, do you think, more than that? Because I noticed like of some people like in real life friends were attacking you because like, you know, you're part Jewish. But at the same time, like you're, you're like you're being like you know you're also against Hitler. So like, do you find like you're getting uh, a whole lot of heat over that stance? For being against Hitler? Because you're both against Hitler, but then like you know I know especially a lot of your friends from high school and stuff on your on your Facebook were pointing out you know that you're part Jewish yourself and like uh, kind of bashing you for that. I didn't think that. I don't think that's a like I I thought that was a very ineffective comment like I it's like who cares like I no I don't think I don't think that's a I, I don't I don't think that's one of their strongest arguments I, I don't I'm saying it's a good argument I'm saying like it's going to like destined to like not draw a lot of people in that way because like I said you know because you get people who are like really anti-Israel but you tell them like you know and you're upfront about it. it's not something like you lie about or anything having like you know a Jewish grandparent you think that's going to like really turn those kind of people off I don't see. I don't. I. I. I guess I don't think so. I think it's. I. I think that some. I think the hardcore anti-Zionist slash types are won't be turned off by by that sort of stuff. In my opinion, the pe- people. In my opinion, people had good suspicion about Hitler, and it, it didn't make a difference. Uh, well, I, I, I don't think, think it was just. Well, I yeah. think one of the things that's really telling is like you know like uh, when you look at all these right-wing Nazis, especially, like, the Slavs, they're, like, so big on this brother Nathaniel goof. He's, like, a full-on <laughs> yeah, G, you know? And he's just, like, total insane. He's just totally insane. Like, he's just basically some homeless kike who's just like, hey, if I fucking, you know, start uploading YouTube videos, like, all these fucking dumb Slavs from fucking, you know, Serbia and shit, these skinheads will be like, holy fuck, this year, man, speak truth. It's true. <laughs> The hardcore people who have a full comprehension of political ideology are not going to be uh, focused on ad hominems. Oh, and then also there's uh, Hitler had, like, you know, his bodyguard was, like, half Jewish or quarter Jewish at least. And, like, a lot of Hitler's fucking top men were uh, quarter Jews and stuff like that. So, you know, there's, uh, there's a good chance Hitler himself was a quarter Jew, you know, so... And, and, it, and a lot of people say it's like straight disproven. It was propaganda. It's really not disproven. No, it's, no. Apparently, really his uh, mom or his grandma or something was a Rothschild maid, and uh, the Rothschild guy gave her the bone. So that's how uh, little Hitler was born. But whatever. It's you know. It's, when you get into, I think just like Hitler in general, it's just like it's just it's so lame because it's just it's in, it's history. You know, it's like in the past, and he failed. You know, ultimately he totally failed. You know, so it's like, you got to move on. You got to think about the future, you know. You got to look to, like, you know, Pol Pot and Saddam and just, you know, people that have success, you know. Like, when you look at, you know, say Pol Pot 
compared to Hitler, like what a Pol Pot did. He just waited it out, you know, in the jungle and waited for his opportunity. And it's like, hey, the U.S. handed it to him, you know. He just had to walk in there and fucking clean house, you know. The house was already clean. He just had to make it, basically. So To answer, answer your question, Ed, a few people might uh, crack a joke who know me very closely, like if people... Like, th- like thinking that, th- like, because because we like to like do that to each other. But honestly, in terms of people who are actually uh, serious, like that, I don't like that. Those ad hominems are not. The logical argument is stronger than the ad hominem ad hominem every single time, in my opinion. Oh, now yeah. we're we're talking recently about a case in New York, where I said I know you said you don't consider yourself, you know, racially against Jews, but we're talking about. Uh, a case in New York where there was some uh, Orthodox guy who, like had his you know wife trapped and he was like abusing her stuff. Would you would you support would you support Judaism if they dropped all like the Zionism and just you know focused more on their misogynistic tendencies? Would you uh, support that? Uh, I I would never support to the extent it's religion. I would never really fully support it, but I I. The, it, it, Zionism is a fundamental uh, component of political anti-Semitism. Like, there's, there's, so obviously, if they drop Zionism, they would lower it. Well, yeah, that was kind of the question. If the Jews totally dropped Zionism and just focused more on just total um, uh, machismo shit, like you know, just a woman or nothing, uh, and more, you know, I think personally. It would be more uh, a track. Cause, like personally, I think uh, Judaism is kind of like a man-made fake religion, or like a shit that's practiced now. Because it just basically all got rendered, you know. Like if you you can't dispute Judaism without bringing in the Bible, you know. And like basically, if you believe the Old Testament, how can you not really believe the New Testament, you know? And basically, you know, Jesus comes along is like fuck this uh, covenant with God is all bullshit. You have it's not it's not this it's that. You know, so it's kind of like uh, you just can't write it off, you know. So basically the Jews, you know, chose to follow the old way, which is like that's not God's covenant anymore. So basically the the Jewishness of today is just kind of like it's just a made-up kind of uh, kind of way of life that's not really anything to do with uh, with God. So it's not really, they're not really uh, God's chosen people anymore. So, you know... You should uh, get with the times, I guess. But the the problem is though they've so heavily infiltrated Christianity. Most of the Christians are are more Jewish than uh, Christian, so which is kind of why you I, know I I, you know, I I guess I, we're getting really really off topic, by the way, from in terms of keeping it on Kyle. So we put on, on it for a while. Oh, well, it always happens, you know, on our our broadcast. Goes, yeah, it's a GV broadcast for you. Yeah, yeah. On, on the other hand, I I don't think, even though uh, Jews tend to have an ethnic cohesion that's to an extent, although not absolute, like there's obviously mixture and is obviously would have a, would originate in Lebanon, but then then there's mixture and conversion. Like uh, I, I, it's disingenuous to say that Judaism is just a race. It, it's obviously both an ethnicity and a religion. And it's like I, 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 it's very stupid to say that it's a race, in my opinion. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's uh, a yeah, race and religion, but you won't ever really get anywhere with unless you're uh, uh, the race. It's fifty-fifty. Like, like it's clearly <laughs> yeah, ancestry clearly plays a role in it, but it's clearly not just another ethnic group. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess uh, one one more thing I have uh, on Chris Kyle is if you're gonna go see Chris Kyle, American Sniper, like uh, go see it to kind of you know see how bad you control the audience. You know, just make like you know anti-American arguments under your breath. You know, it's like oh that's so phony. It's just kind of like you know like kind of come off like you got Asperger's or something, and you just can't really <laughs> control yourself after. Or not even Tourette's, because Tourette's they make uh Inappropriate remarks, you can't stop it, yeah. More like, you know, some kind of Spurg, Spurg-like autism, where it's just like, oh, it's so fake, oh, Bush, you know, blah, 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 you know, and just points out all the lies in the in the theater, and I've already, you know, seen a lot of posts on, you know, message boards about, you know, just someone was watching Chris Kyle, American Sniper, and, you know, some fucking hippie fag fucking, you know, oh, this movie's just propaganda to 
drum up support for the war, and then, you know, it just ruined their whole movie. The rest of the movie, they're just seething, and then, like, on the way out of the movie, they, like, screamed at the guy. You know, so it's just like, yeah, a bunch of people are looking at some, you know, old fucking vet, like, wow, what a crazy old man, you know, we should lock this guy up. You know, so it basically makes, you know, you know, you can just basically say shit under your breath, you know, well, what a bull, or Chris Kyle's a liar, something like that, and it's basically, you know, you know, piss people off in the theater, and if they they can control it for the whole movie, when they get out of the movie, I'll just make you make a bunch of Chris Kyle supporters look crazy by, you know, just all of a sudden screaming <laughs> at you, you know, like, you know, it's like, well, didn't Chris Kyle fucking fight for my freedom? You know, so if you have good, you know, rebuttals, then go ahead and use them, you know, because, you know, that's pretty much every army fag will, you know, well, I'll, 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 I fucking may not agree with what you have to say, but I'll fight for your right to say it, you know. They all they all try to go by that creed, but they they never live up to it, you know. They never actually follow through with it. It's more like, oh, you you, you know, you talk something bad about the war, well, I'm going to beat you up now. <laughs> drunk. Yeah, I think uh, Breck had a challenge going on with a Marine out in California, but uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. we're trying to fly him out there. It looks like he backed off, so oh, that should yeah. be a win Marines for my forfeit. Yeah. Conversations remind me of uh, have any of you guys had family stop talking to you because of your political stuff, specifically like being anti-military, anti-war? Uh, no, I'm a uh, my cousin I'm did. Canadian. She's a dyke. We're pretty, uh, we're pretty tolerant to the Canadians. So I, uh, yeah, I got friends cool. from old like high school friends. Yeah, but not. I don't know why, uh, they were kind of douchebag friends that really shouldn't have been on my friend. Like they're kind of equating. I mean, if you support Chris Kyle, you're by definition a douchebag and a cunt. So yeah. <laughs> that's kind well, of goes the territory. It was before that, but it was at before the, I started this hardcore anti Chris Kyle stuff. But it was at a time where I was pushing, posting a lot of anti ISIS. Uh, I was posting a lot of stuff blaming America for ISIS, like in, in praising Saddam Hussein. Yeah, I don't have that when I used to have an uh, actual Facebook account. I used. Uh, I, I just, like, it was just basically like a lot of people I was never really friends with in high school that you just, like, are like, oh, you know, like, okay, you see them, you become Facebook friends with them, and then, you know, it's just, like, kind of like, ah, I just speak my mind now. I don't, like, give a fuck about you, you know, so, you know, then you find out they unfriended you or whatever, but it's no, it's no big deal, you know, but with my family for a while, it kind of, you know, there's some kind of... You know, when I was going through my uh, kind of Nazi phase, you know, there was some interesting uh, conversations for sure, but nothing uncivilized, like nothing to the point of heated screaming. You know what I think? You know what I think is the turning point on the Jewish question, like, is when you realize that Jews were fanatical about trying to steal Palestine way before Hitler. Like, I think that's what throws people off, is they think that, well... Israel was founded as a reaction to the Holocaust when no, you yeah. find out that they're actually like we're like fanatics way before that and it's just yep. that Israel was legitimized because of the Holocaust. Like that that's the turning point. Yeah. And you realize how they're internationally networking and stuff and even and they were involved in Bolshevism, even though I don't think the Bolsheviks really liked them. They just kinda of just used them and then Oh, and it's funny, too, because, you know, then you point out, like, well, how come, you know, uh, America, the British, you know, Ireland, all those people didn't accept, you know, boatloads of Jews going around in the ocean, you know, until it was like, hey, let's just fucking put this filth on Israel, okay, all right, let's create an Israel state, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, well, yeah, it's definitely, you know, that's part of the Jewish question, too, is like, how did they become so prominent in America, but a lot of that has to do with Hollywood, basically, that's how they became so prominent. Hollywood and the mob. Right. Well, I'm ready to wind down with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to drag it too much. Yeah, I can wrap it up. Because we, yeah, anytime we can talk about anything. Yeah, well, pretty much I'm uh, good for uh, today. We've uh, covered a lot of stuff. It's good to have a gangster Bolshevik broadcast. Uh, apparently, I got word uh, on this broadcast in the chat box that uh, Pastor Lindsay's wife has died. So, uh, I don't know if it's serious or not. There was someone trolling, but I think it's... Was she sick? Uh, I don't know. Apparently she had a heart attack, so tonight's movement heard 
is going to be dedicated to Roxy. So uh, if that is, if that is in fact true, and the uh, pastor or the fucking man, that's shitty news. Uh, my heart goes out to you. Prayers are with you. That that did happen. Uh, so yeah, if that is, then you know we would dedicate this to Roxy. And uh, Chris Kyle's a fucking fag. I hope he's uh, you know, burning in hell right now. And uh, we're all gonna enjoy the Super Bowl. And I hope his uh, widow uh, fucking cries herself to sleep tonight, like she has for the last however long. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, I guess we can wrap this up. Okay. All right, yo. Yeah. All right, eight nineteen. Eight nineteen. This is Yakub Israel, Ed, and Kane. And uh, we're, uh, this was uh, Gangster Bolshevik Radio, Chris Kyle's Murderous Liars special. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.